Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. on a Tuesday, a very boring Tuesday. Nothing's going on in the city of New York. Nothing's going on in my world at all. Um, Welcome to the show. Welcome to AM 970, The Answer. Um, Hello, Mr. Sambolino. How are you, sir? Good evening, Arthur. How are you this evening? Good. Thank you for your hard work today. I appreciate it. Um, We've been working. We had a a full day here. Um, Miss Jody Pelzer, how are you, young lady? Hi. Very well, now that I ate my Caesar salad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's more than I ate. Joan gave me a banana today. That, and that we was... gave you some uh, vitamin C vitamin C minerals, water. keeping you going. So here's where I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little cheated. When I do this show and I, I listen to, I try to listen to some talk radio throughout the day, I really try to not talk about what everyone else is talking about, especially the people who are on the same time we're on right now on different channels, because... You know, maybe they're maybe they're better than I am at, at covering national topics like Congress and new congressional legislation about tax codes or the economy. And you know, look, I don't know who all these United States senators are. I can't name all 100 of them, whereas Mark Levin can and Sean Hannity can. And I can't name all the Congress people. Um, so I leave it to them to do that stuff. And that's why I stick with the stuff that I do know. And what everyone is talking about today, like, they're kind of cheating. Like, they should be talking about other topics and let me talk about this topic. Because without sounding like a a know-it-all, like, this is something that I definitely know a lot about. It's definitely in my comfort zone. Um, So many people are talking to me about this. Now, and obviously we're speaking about the possible indictment of Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump. Here's... Here's what's going on right now. I understand, first of all, anyone who's around 100 Center Street, the courthouse, will tell you it's a madhouse. It is a zoo. It makes the Harvey Weinstein scrum DSK like look like a joke. I mean, it's insane what's going on down there. What a waste. Like, what a waste. What a waste. Um, and the people, like, I know there are protesters out there, like, oh, Donald Trump should be prosecuted. He should be charged. I know when you put on MSNBC, you know, they're like having a party. Uh, every face you see on there, all the people who you know, 
This is a great day, a great, no one's above the law, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let me tell you about the people who I know, who I'm not going to name, who are in the law, who practice this type of law, who have practiced this type of law for years, for decades. I haven't found one person of the dozens and dozens and dozens that I've spoken to that think if these are the charges, this filing this false instrument, and it's got some relationship to do with election law, that this is the way to go. I have not found one person who has pushed up against me saying, yeah, this is a really good thing for, number one, New York City. Well, I should really say for Manhattan, because that's who Alvin Bragg is elected to represent. He's not elected to represent the five boroughs or the state or the country. He's He's elected to represent the people of the borough of Manhattan. And to spend these resources, these extensive resources, on a case that even if if you had the Pope, Cardinal Dolan, coming in to testify for the prosecutor, the essence of this victimless crime, it's just too weak for this to be the first case ever against the President of the United States. Um, I, I have, If Donald Trump committed a real crime, okay, that's a different story. And that, that may be true. I know there's stuff percolating down in Georgia. I know there's stuff percolating in federal court. But just for anyone who's listening who doubts me, don't doubt me. There was the prosecutor in the Southern District of New York under the Trump administration, but who prosecuted uh, Michael Cohn, who had the same evidence from Michael Cohn that Alvin Bragg has. And that prosecutor didn't pursue charges. Then you have the prosecutor who's there now, who is under the watch of, who was appointed, I should say, by Joe Biden, President Biden. Clearly, probably not Donald Trump's, like, you know, they're best besties, right? That prosecutor has had access to all of that evidence. And he, too, he, too, has not prosecuted Donald Trump. Then you had Cy Vance, who recruited people from outside the office. Mark Pomerantz comes from, I believe, Paul Weiss, this huge law firm, where he's probably making a seven-figure salary, leaves there to go and lead the investigation with Carrie Dunn, who's another storied prosecutor in Manhattan. They lead this investigation. Cy Vance, who was in there for 12 years, leaves after being the DA. He was an assistant DA way back in the day. Then he was a defense attorney. Then he became the DA. He had a tremendous amount of experience, much more than Alvin Bragg did, does in this particular area. And he declines to indict Trump. Then you have Alvin Bragg who comes in, and according to Mark Pomerantz's book, the person who was the special lawyer who was pulled out of a private practice into the DA's office to investigate all Trump wrongdoings having to do with the, the 
I think the case that went to trial with the corporate uh, valuation of of uh, real estate to other cases where they were able to get Trump's fingerprints on them to this particular case, Bragg comes in and says, not for me. Not for me. I'm not coming in here and doing this. So Pomerantz and Dunn leave. Pomerantz loses his mind, writes a book, which is on shelves right now. And I, God bless him. I'm sure he must, he must be selling a lot right now. And I believe in the book he recounts that Bragg said, not on my watch. I'm not doing this, which was a great initial reaction. You don't want to be the rookie DA who's never been an assistant district attorney before. He was a federal prosecutor. He was he worked in the attorney general's office, but he was never an ADA. And those are three different jobs. Yes, they're all prosecutors, but they're different types of prosecutors. And there's a big learning curve there. And I think he smartly said, listen, I'm not starting off my administration going after being the first guy to go after the president of the United States. Of course, truth be told, Alvin Bragg did come out with that day one memo where he talks about um, – who's going to be prosecuted, who's not going to be prosecuted, what cases are going to be reduced, who he's not sending to jail. It's this memo that talks about how he's really only going to put people in jail or prosecute people who are really, really bad. And um, he then reverses course after having, again, I have nothing personal against Alvin Bragg, but objectively speaking, he did not have a good year. His first year, no one's going to say, oh, Alvin Bragg had a honeymoon year. He did not have a honeymoon year. Crime is not where we want it to be. You know, I'm the biggest cheerleader for Mayor Adams and the NYPD. but And we're working on it and we're heading in the right direction. But there's still a lot of work to be done in the subways, in the Port Authority, in Times Square, in, in, in Grand Central, uh, on the very northern, northern parts of Manhattan, on the southern parts of Manhattan. There's plenty of work for Alvin Bragg and his team to do. And yet, he decides to pursue this case. Why? Is it what one of my partners, a former Manhattan DA, said? Well, if he puts Trump in in a, in a borough that voted 88% for Biden, he'll get reelected. I hope that's not why. As Rosanna Scotto said on the air at Fox 5 yesterday morning, is it because George Soros gave him a whole ton of money? And George Soros is putting money on him, putting pressure on him to indict Trump so that Trump's uh, dreams of becoming the president again get derailed. I hope not. But but he's going to have to answer some some really tough questions, Alvin Bragg, if this indictment actually happens. There is always a chance a grand jury says, no, we heard Bob Costello say that Michael Cohen is such a liar And we are not going to be the first grand jury to indict a president of the United States based on a liar's words. So that's where that's what everyone else is talking about. That's what I talked about today on Newsmax, on Channel 4, on Australian TV, um, obviously here with my family on AM 970. The answer. It is Tuesday. I want to check in with Tom Harris to see what's going on. We got to talk about Willis Reed passing away. The great Nick. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have a great Tuesday night show. Hi. 
Hemp Leaf products are the next big thing in skin and body care. From head to toe, they have you covered. Our formulas have been handed down through generations of herbalists and have now been made available to the general public. The remarkable neuropathy cream, Helixer, has brought pain relief to millions within minutes of application. The whip body butters and creams will leave your skin feeling soft, silky, and hydrated, giving your skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their body washes, shampoos, and soaps are the perfect solution to help keep your body free of germs, fungus, and bacteria that we encounter every day. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Remember, we don't put any Anything on your body that you would not put in it, visit us at www.hemplief.com, www.hemplief.com. Enter the word Arthur at checkout and get 10% off. I love that. Enter the word Arthur at checkout and get 10% off. Was that you, Sabalina? Was that your voice saying? No, that was not me. Oh, I was just wondering. I know you have a very nice way of speaking sometimes. Sometimes I do, but that was the very sultry sounds of Debbie Duhame. All right. Let me tell you this. Let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan, because let's be elementary about this. Planning for your future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? You know when the time to plan is? Now, trusts, wills, power of attorney, healthcare proxy, living will, estate plan. The goal of Connors and Sullivan is always the protection of your rights and your interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. Visit them for a free, no obligation, free consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan today. Schedule that free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website at connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. We return now with Lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Well, that was new. Sound like a little twist you got there, Sam Molino? I'm trying to help you out. Listen, you're not going to hear me complain. Anything else? Any other tricks you got up your sleeves? Uh, All due time, okay? All right, all right. Nice and easy. Um... So, you heard my Trump rant. It is Tuesday. Uh, it is Times Square Tuesday. I haven't spoken to my friend Tom Harris in a while, and Tom Harris is a former inspector as well with the NYPD. So maybe we can we could go a little far afield with Tom to talk a little bit about what goes on in protecting the city under these circumstances. So let's welcome back to the show our friend Tom Harris. Hello, Tom. Hello there. Thanks very much for having me. You're the best, Tom. Um, before we talk about protecting the city of New York, uh, if we indict, I shouldn't say we, if, uh, if the Manhattan district attorney decides to indict, uh, president Donald Trump, give me a little update on, on how we're doing it in Times Square. I will give you my update. I was there this pers- past Thursday night at like two o'clock in the morning and it was rocking and rolling. 
uh, in a very positive way. There was a great vibe. It was a great energy. Um, a lot of clearly a lot of tourism, but a bunch of New Yorkers as well. Everyone seemed to be having a good time. There was a significant amount of police presence there. But you know, you live and breathe Times Square, Tom Harris. So you give me the update. So we are doing really well in Times Square. We're, we're breaking records. Tuesday seems to be our highest number in Times Square for whatever reason. I think it's uh, my busiest day commuting in, too. So it seems like everyone is in the city on Tuesday. I'm glad you were there on the Thursday night. And, yes, we have New Yorkers. We have tourists. People are back. Times Square is doing well. Uh, Mayor Adams has put a lot of resources into the entire midtown area to make sure that that people are safe and uh yeah the best is 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 yet to come Times square is thriving and so is midtown everyone is um like buzzing about possible uh casino action down there do you have any updates on that for me no uh the the proposals to do so i think if i have this right there were questions people People were able to ask the state questions. I think they did the first round of questions as the second round. Then they have to submit proposals. Then it goes to a neighborhood um, committee to vote on whether whether they think that that's a good place for a casino. And then once that is done, uh, it goes back to the state that will make the final decision. Okay, so let's talk about just you know the first day of spring. Let's talk about, like, upcoming fun outdoor events. We are getting ready to, um, to announce our spring programming. We're going to have over 80 small-scale events in Times Square. It's going to be on a couple of different pedestrian plazas a couple of different days a week. And from I, I think it's going to be about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. When you finish up work, you'll be able to go out, sit in the plaza, um, and, and be entertained. Uh, we have our midnight moments uh, every night, 364 days a week uh, at, at 11.57. Over 100 screens uh, show the artist of the month. And then we're going to have our signature event, our summer solstice event. So I know we're just starting spring, but on June 21st, uh, we have 10,000 people will be doing yoga in Times Square. 10,000 people will be doing yoga in Times Square on June 21st. I have Judge Cammons here. I'm sure you'll, you'll be one of the first. Yes, Judge, are you, allowed, are you allowed members of the judiciary to come in and stretch with you, uh, Tom Harris? Yes, yes, we do. Okay. Um, We're going to have classes from probably 7.30 in the morning till 8.30 at night. Wow, that is wonderful. Look, I it doesn't get old for me. And, you know, it's so funny because there are a lot of people – who are my age, which is in the mid fifties, who are trying to be young and like, oh, I don't go out above Fourteenth Street. I just have to stay below Fourteenth Street. That's where the cool people are. And I'm not saying anything negative about being below Fourteenth Street, but I will tell you that to me, um, you know, below Fourteenth Street, there are places in Milan that makes me feel like below Fourteenth Street. There's this neighborhood in Rome called Trastevere, which is like Greenwich Village area. There is no place in the world, including Tokyo that I've been to, that is like Times Square. It is very, very unique, special. And I, I, even though I've been here my whole life, I still feel like a tourist when I walk through there. And I say it in the best sense of the word. Um, we're lucky to have Tom Harris here. He's the head of the Times Square Alliance. But he is also a former high-ranking member of the NYPD. He was an inspector there. So, look, 
Tom, you know, obviously you know 100 Center Street very well, as do I. Have you been down there in the last day? I have, and it's, yes, I have. It's, it's quite the, the experience. I mean, it's, it's, what a waste. I mean, what a waste of security, what a waste of time, effort, energy. Uh, you know, look, you and I could talk the talk a little bit. If this was some kind of, like, C felony, B felony, like a real fraud case, millions of dollars, people were, were, were duped, fraud, forgery, something along those lines, like a real legitimate white-collar case. Okay, you know, but this is, I mean, filing a false instrument? You've got to be kidding me. I mean, and then, and then they're jumping through all these legal loopholes to get past the statute of limitations, the legal loophole of, uh, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, he was out of, he was out, uh, it was unreachable in, in his capacity as being president. So he was out of the jurisdiction. I think they may bootstrap COVID in there. It's just, it's not the kind of case, Tom, that you and I would feel comfortable going into a courtroom and proving beyond a reasonable doubt. Let me put you on the spot and ask you what your thoughts are. So my thought is usually you have a crime and you look for the perpetrator. It seems to me that they have a perpetrator and they're looking for a crime. And that's a dangerous slippery slope to go down. Yeah. I, I, and I will tell you, people of all political spectrum uh, are agreeing with us. You know, even people who I know who would never dream of voting for Donald Trump are like, I don't know, this doesn't seem like the right thing to do. I, Of course, I took a gander at MSNBC over the last day or two, and they're like having a Halloween party, or, or I should say a New Year's Eve party since I'm talking to Tom Harris. But, um, Tom, let's talk about safety, okay? Uh, because that's what really scares me. It really does. We all know that there are nut jobs out there. We all know that, and they're on both sides of the aisle. Um, but now we're really kind of antagonizing and provoking. And, you know, how does Tom Harris, a former inspector in the NYPD, what's the best we can do to secure New Yorkers who are now, once again, having the target on our back because this district attorney has decided to prosecute someone who received, what, 80 million votes or 78 million votes not that long ago. You there, Arthur? Yeah, yeah. You yeah could... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I lost you. So, first, we have the greatest police department in the world. There is no better police department to manage crowds, to manage protests, than the New York City Police Department. So I know that they have been working with the intelligence division, with the federal agencies, with the, uh, to, to ensure that if the former president is indicted, that it is a seamless process and that they will be able to deal with whatever protests happen in New York City. That's how good they are. So New Yorkers should feel very comfortable that um, we have the best of the best out there protecting us every day. I'm, I'm not that worried about Donald Trump getting in and out. I'm worried about, you know, shortly thereafter, someone trying to make a statement. You know, how, how much do we impose on our own freedoms to secure that someone doesn't hurt us? So 
Let me ask you this, Tom. Was there ever been, and I'm not suggesting this, but has there ever been any consideration about uh, metal detectors or in or around Times Square? I don't think that that would be um, enforceable, implementable. I know that the theaters all have metal detectors. Uh, when they, when the, the um, state came up with the gun-free zone in Times Square, that was taking it to the next level. We had some security companies that were looking to put put metal detectors on corners entering Times Square, but that would be a real resource drain, and and it would not be practical. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think so. I'm just, you know, I I am concerned for all of us here. You know, it's like if I was sitting with Alvin Bragg, I would say, listen, Mr. District Attorney, your reputation is such that everyone who knows you say you're a really nice man. And everyone says you're a very intelligent man. Um, you really need to do this to Manhattan right now? Like, you really need to do this to the five boroughs right now? I'm not speaking for him. I cannot imagine that Mayor Adams is happy about this. I cannot imagine he needed this headache thrown on top of everything else. So, Tom Harris, you're going to tell us that we have the resources in the NYPD to handle yet another crisis basically which this has become well first the protests have not been what was expected they had a couple of dozen people at a couple of different protests so i think that that the reaction has been tempered and i just want to say something about da bragg i've been working with district attorneys since liz holtzman in 1985 in brooklyn and the one thing i will say about district attorney bragg is that he gets out into the community. He listens to the community. He listens not to be polite. He listens to learn. And um, so so I don't want this to be a gang up on DA. I, I agree with that you. That has not been my experience with him. Listen, I, I don't know him that well, Tom, but I agree with you. But you know what? Even good people sometimes make bad decisions. And it's hard to know. Like we, we know what we hear. We don't have all of the facts. And I think that that there should be just we should just be careful because he probably has all the facts, or the people who are handling it have all the facts. He has not been indicted yet, uh, and and we should just take a step back and just have faith in in the system. We both have a lot of faith in the criminal justice system. And uh, and I have a lot of faith in the New York City Police Department protecting us under Mayor Adams and Commissioner Sewell's leadership. There you go. You got it right from Tom Harris, the head of the Times Square Alliance. Thank you so much, Tom, for joining us. Can I give a plug? Can I get 30 seconds? Go, 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 go. Okay. The governor's budget is coming up, and she needs our help. The Mayor Adams needs our help. There are a couple of things that she has in her budget uh, for public safety, removing the least restrictive standards for for judges, uh, easing up some of the discovery requirements, additional resources for mental health, and uh, also um, incentives to convert commercial real estate to residential. If this matters to you, we have a website, asafermidtown.org. You can go onto our website. You can um, can can automatically fill out a form and send letters to to uh, Carl Heasty and Andrea Stewart Cousins, telling them to support 
the governor's plan. It might not be what we all want, but it's what we need right now. And they all need us to move this past the finish line. So what'd you say it is? It's a uh, a safermidtown.org? If you if you Google the Midtown Bid Coalition, it's a group of seven uh, business improvement districts in Midtown that have gotten together to try to um, move the needle on this. Uh, I, I believe it's a safermidtown.nyc. Dot .nyc. All right, well, we'll look it up and we'll make sure we, we blast it out on a regular basis. Thank you, Tom Harris. Have a great Tuesday Thank night from much. Times Square. Be well. Going to take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. As we move towards that more travel-friendly time of year, spring and summer, guess what's giving you lots of heartache? Airlines. We'll talk about it. Stem to stern tonight on Travel Night with Linda Perillo and Kevin McCullough. This is Mike Gallagher. Join me on an amazing journey through Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are going back to the Holy Land for the Stand with Israel tour, along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Imagine a personal impact from exploring Jerusalem, Galilee, the Dead Sea region, and so much more. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855 565 5519 standwithisraeltour.com So, did you hear our favorite morning show host Joe Piscopo? Did you hear him tell you that he and Steve Perillo have put together a special intimate trip to Rome and Sicily for our AM 970 family? Do you want to go? You should go. It's going to be the time of your life. Just dial 1-800-431-1515. 1-800 431-1515. You can call him and say, I want to see where Apollonia grew up. Yes, that Apollonia, the, the late Apollonia from The Godfather. That's what Piscopo and Perillo will provide for you on this exquisite tour. Rome, three nights, including that special night with Piscopo singing, dancing, playing all of his instruments for you. He's telling you jokes. He's a fantastic entertainer. Then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taromina, Palermo. Why these towns? Well, besides them being iconic towns, they're also the towns, some of the towns, where the Godfather movie was shot. You can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. You'll do that as well. Then you'll go on to Palermo and see all the beautiful little towns right on the seashore, right around Palermo. Nine nights in all. The tour dates are October 18th to October 28th. Be a part of this special event. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuda & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kim. 
Hammond at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. So I had a lot of makeup on today um, because I was on all these TV shows and stuff like that. And I can't wait to get it off. I haven't gotten it off yet. But you know what I'm going to put on my head once I get it off? I get this beautiful little tub here of hemp leaf shea butter. Now, I have a unique little blend here that they made for me. They took their orange and their vanilla and made them, put them together for like a creamsicle kind of uh, scent to it. But what really matters is the shea butter itself because it just really moisturizes your skin, makes you feel good, you shine a little bit. It has all these natural ingredients and essential oils that just, I don't know, I'm trying to look young, although when I looked at myself on the monitor, I was like, oh, boy, it's, it's, it's happening. But, you know, it's better than the alternative. Happening meaning, like, you know, getting older, like things. Marianne told me the other day, my face is falling. Okay, honey, I love you. I love you. Thanks, Sam Balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joni's hysterical. What? Yeah, she goes, goes, look at you. Your face is falling. Okay, man. And you my, wonder why I do my, my face is falling. That's good to know. But I am doing my best, and one of the things that I'm doing is using hemp leaf. Uh, I use their I use their black soap this morning in the in the shower. I use their hemp leaf product on my head and my face and my neck today. Um, for those of you who uh, exercise a lot, they have icy pot, which is like a, a, a muscle rub that'll heal your muscles. And for you women running around on those high heels, they have Heal Elixir, H-E-E-L-I-X-I-R. They are all unbelievable products that are vegan-friendly, cruelty-free, made in Long Island, New York. Don't put anything on your body that you would not put in your body. Go to HempLeaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. That's HempLeaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you know what? You're going to get 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Birthday boy today, Eddie Money. Very nice. He would have been 74 today, but we lost him back in 2019. So, we lost someone else today. But before I forget, where is this? I do want to back up what Tom Harris said. Two things he said. First of all, this website is a safermidtown.nyc. A safermidtown.nyc. We should talk about that. A lot in the next couple of weeks, um, because it seems like the it's the tagline is safety and justice for all New Yorkers, and it's very important. We need this. Um, it seems like the the governor is trying to do the right thing. You know, I got so many thoughts rushing through my head. I don't remember a time when a governor, and I'm sure there are people, you know, real historians, city and state historians who do know this, but I don't remember a time when there was a sitting governor who had a legislature of their same party who was pushing back so hard. 
I'm pretty sure there were even legislatures that were veto-proof, but they we, it seemed like they worked much more closely. Here, I, you know, I don't know why she doesn't have the juice. I don't know why if it was she wasn't voted in originally, um, but now she has been voted in. I hope it's not because of her gender. I hope it's not because of her race. Um, I hope it's not because I, I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it because she's from Buffalo and she's not from the city? I don't know. But, you know, she's got she does have some very good ideas sometimes and she's doing the best she can. But it seems like she keeps hitting brick walls uh, with the legislature. And, you know, it seems like when Eric Adams went up there right after he won, although everyone was super nice to him, I don't think he got got what he wanted when he left Albany either. I mean, he and his administration, Eric Adams and administration, always are putting a positive spin on things, but you know, I, I, I don't think he felt like, oh, you know, I went to Albany and look what I changed, look what I did. Um, so that is, it's important for us to get involved. A safer midtown dot NYC, a safer, S-A-F-E-R midtown, M-I-T, M-I-D-T-O-W-N dot NYC. Boy, is my head starting to fry. Although I did get a good night's sleep last night. Wow. You know, when I was younger, and I'd be on trial, like in the DA's office and all that, my dad would say, make sure you get a good night's sleep. Make sure you get a good night's sleep. But, you know, when you're 26, come on. As Angela Morelli would say, I'd go three days without sleep and I'd be fine. But at this point in my life, oof, a good night's sleep is, like, really, really good. And it's, like, really good if, especially if I was drinking the night before. And, like, now all I do is, like, have a little glass of wine at dinner. I had a great dinner last night. Um, but I want to stay on, on current events. First of all, let me follow up on another thing that Tom Harris said. I, you know, I'm not a guy, like, I'm not beating up an Alvin Bragg. You're not going to hear me call him a moron, an idiot. I'm not saying any of those things. There's, you could go all over the AM radio dial, and you'll hear plenty of people call him all kinds of stupid names. And, yes, I'm calling the names stupid. Um, that, that's not me. That's not how I roll. And you know what, Geraldo said, well, you may be not, you're never going to get awesome ratings because people want to hear that. They want to hear that kind of like incendiary, yeah, you know what word I'm saying. Yeah, and and that's just not who I am. But I, I think he's using bad judgment. And um, if, if, and again, Tom Harris made another great point. Like, you know, we only know what we know. We don't know everything. But from what we know, it just seems like this this isn't absolutely necessary. And, you know, Gerald Ford caught a lot of heat for letting Richard Nixon slide, right? He committed crimes. Um, you know, there are other examples we could look at along the way. But, again, I'm not going to say anything bad about Alvin Bragg as a person. I don't think, I think some of his policies, see, you know, Tom Harris wears a different hat. Tom Harris is an advocate for Times Square. I'm an advocate for individuals. And I have to say, I have a case or two in the Manhattan DA's office that I don't think my client is getting treated fairly. Um, And I don't say that lightly. Um, Now, I can't say Alvin Bragg 100% knows about these cases, although I was told he does. Um, And he still agrees with their heavy-handed ways here. So I don't really know what's going on. You know, politics has gotten so weird. You know, there were, there were for 60 plus years, there was only two DAs, Frank Hogan and Bob Morgenthau. And there was a lot of consistency. Not so much 
in the whole five boroughs. You have Melinda Katz, who's never basically a lawyer, uh, practicing lawyer. You got that in, in Queens. You have um, uh, McMahon in, in Staten Island, who was a congressman and a councilman, uh, who never prosecuted. He's the DA. It, you know, it's just, I mean, look, Gonzalez, not because he's my friend, he's been a lifetime DA. So whatever you think of him, he knows what he's doing. Alvin Bragg was never a DA. He was never a DA. Um, so he's learning as we speak. I hope he's doing what he puts his head on the pillow at night. He thinks is the right thing to do, but it's not smelling good to me. We'll take a quick break, and we're going to end this show that flew by in a minute. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Would you like a career in the legal field? Making great money without having to go to law school? One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, here's the high-powered and lucrative career that I've been telling you about. Court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. That's right. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with our friends at Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, dot E-D-U. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. My cough button. I got a cough button. Wow, what did I do to deserve this? I know you like you too. Love it. I think as the time has gone on, Bono is on my my Mount Rushmore music. Sinatra, Mick, Bruce. And then it's always been a rotating fourth head from Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits, Eric Clapton, and Bono. And, you know, I got to say, when I got the Spotify in my hand or the Pandora in my hand, and, like, there's people hanging out and I just need a go-to, 
I often go with Bonham. You can flip a coin with David Gilmore and Roger Waters because I often go with the Floyd, but the Floyd, Pink Floyd, is like later in the night. But if it's like we're just chilling, you just put on U2's greatest hits and you really can't go wrong. So I am going to a basketball game tonight with a, a great guy, a really, really great guy. I'm going with Joey Jackson. My mother will be like, the only reason I know what, anything that you do is because you say it on television, you say it on the radio. Or what about the fact that I talk to you every morning, Mom? How about that? Does that mean something to you? Okay, Mom? Um, I made sure Joni called her today before the 5 o'clock news on Channel 4 where I was going to be on. Otherwise, I'd be in big trouble. But they didn't watch me in Australia where I was on here at 4.20 in the morning. And that was on at, at 7.20 their morning. And yesterday. I talk to her every day, too. We well, love Chicky Rita. Just make sure you got 20 minutes. You're not going to MSG, are you? I'm not allowed to go to MSG. <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to the, uh, the, the, the basketball game, that we're, the arena I'm allowed to enter, which is the Barclays Center, with the great Joey Jackson. Joey and I worked together on Fox News for years, and then he was, an offer, he was offered a position on CNN. Um, we both lobbied the powers that be at Fox to keep him, but they were not handing out any more money, and Joey was offered money to go to CNN, and... That's got to be a decade ago, if not more, and he's just been rocking it over there. Um, so we're going to go see the Nets tonight play, I believe it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, it should be a good game. I love going to the Barclays Center. Um, I'm a little saddled with my automobile. Usually I'm a mass transit guy over there, but I got a really small car. I have a Fiat 500. So I usually find a place to park it. It's kind of like having a motorcycle. Um, but there was a huge New York basketball loss today. Willis Reed, the heart and soul of the Knicks' most recent NBA championship teams, which were 50 years ago. He passed away today at 80 years old. They, uh, his nickname was the captain, uh, you know, before they called Jeter the captain. He played uh, 10 seasons in the NBA, all of them with the Knicks. And his big claim to fame was he was hurt in the finals in 1970. And, um, I mean, it's a real dramatic, classic scene where he comes out um, late in Game 5 against the Lakers. Uh, I'm sorry, he, it was Game 7 when he comes back out on the floor injured and he comes out to play and... Um, he, he was it, it was it was just a very 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 dramatic New York classic scene, and he, he was known as a, a real gentleman. He was a true Nick. I mean, think about it. This guy's eighty years old. We haven't won a championship since he's left. Um, Walt Frazier, who's the announcer for the Knicks, said, I saw the whole Leaker team standing around staring at this man, said Reed's teammate Walt Frazier, who would erupt for 38 points and 19 assists that night. They stopped doing what they were doing to look and see how Willis was. Something told me then, man, they're very concerned. We may have these guys. Years later, Reed, who endured a pregame cortisone injection, said he never doubted he would play. So he played in that game seven. Um, he's one of the... You know, the New York legends from my youth who, you know, who are starting to fade away to the hands of Father Time. Um, this whole Madison Square Garden, like, band thing is 
so ridiculous and it is so out of control and it affects so many people. You know, look, lawyers are not exactly the most sympathetic crew, right? But like wives and husbands of lawyers should be, children of lawyers should be. Um, You know, I was fortunate enough to take Arthur to go see um, this Jurassic I don't know. Like it's, it's, they put dinosaurs in the middle of the arena mm-hmm. and in like a Jurassic Park exhibit. Um, you know, it's for little kids. But they had it at the UBS arena, which is absolutely beautiful in Hempstead where the New York Islanders play. Um, but if it's in the garden, I can't go. I mean, but because I can't go, then Arthur can't go. And or, and Mary and I can't go because we're both in the law firm that's, that's suing the Madison Square Garden. Um, so Arthur's being punished. Uh, I know that my friends at um, Sid Davidoff and, and Jeff Citron's law firm are suing. There was an argument in the appellate division. Um, Jim Dolan, the owner of the MSG, he's got a brilliant lawyer, Randy Mastro. Um, and they argued in front of the appellate division. I know the state liquor authority is looking at this. I mean, along the same lines of Alvin Bragg creating problems that probably are not necessary for himself. Or maybe not. Maybe he's guaranteeing he gets reelected. But Jim Dolan is creating problems. I mean, just so you understand, the owner of MSG has told the lawyers, any lawyer or in any law firm that is suing them, that they're not allowed because they could come in contact with a, a, an employee who could be a witness on a case and they could be getting evidence on the case. I don't get evidence from witnesses. I have a private investigator do it. Just so you guys understand, follow the bouncing ball. If I get evidence from a witness, and then that witness is on the stand, and I want to cross-examine that witness, and that witness says something different than what they told me, I would now have to make myself a witness. I would have to recuse myself of being the lawyer on the case and now take the witness stand, if a judge would even allow that to happen. So you just never do that. You don't do that as a prosecutor. You don't do that as a plaintiff's attorney. You don't do that as a defense attorney in the civil world or in the criminal world. You always have at least another witness there. So, hypothetically, we have paralegals that work here. We have private investigators that we work with. If I needed a witness for the case that I have at Madison Square Garden, I'm not going in there with Marianne and, and little Arthur on a, on a Sunday afternoon to go find an employee. I'm sending in my private investigator, whether it's Bo Deedle's firm, whether it is uh, uh, my buddy Jimmy Grant, uh, you know. Wow, how can I forget his name? Hold on a second, folks, because this is really bad. I'm Talk having amongst a, yourselves. I'm having a, I'm having a, 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 a you're uh, having the face. I'm dropping having a moment very that yes, an old. On today. An, an old man's, did I just, Uh-oh. Jimmy Harkins, there we go. Oh, Jimmy Harkins, he's a great investigator who I've known longer than the two people I just named, by the way. Um, but that's what I would do. I would take them, I would I would hire them and say, listen, this woman fell in Madison Square Garden. I, she said there was a security guard and this is what the security guard looks like. Here's a ticket to a Ranger game. You go in there and go find this guy. Well, we would drop a subpoena on him or something, but that did not happen. Um, that, 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 but James, James Dolan did not realize that that's how it works. So he's just going to say, I'm not going to let the lawyers in. So what does that mean? That is a threat. That is an intimidating effect. Um, you know, if you want to look at both sides of the coin, 
Donald Trump telling people go down and protest in front of the courthouse is kind of like the same thing. He's kind of like threatening Alvin Bragg. Well, if you do this to me, I'm going to get hundreds of people to go down there and, and, and protest. So I'm threatening you. Like, that's just, we need some civility. You know, a friend of mine, Lori McPherson, who's a lawyer in a matrimonial court, she wrote a great article in the Law Journal about civility and lawyers in the courthouse being more civil to each other. And, of course, we're adversarial, but, you know, you could be adversarial on the record, and when you're off the record, you know, hey, how's your wife? How's your kid? How's this? How's that? Uh, you know, we're, we're all getting a little out of control here. Um, I did have a great meal There's last night. everywhere. Excuse me? We could use civility everywhere. Yes, I agree. But speaking of civility, I had a great meal last night at Il Cortillo um, on Mulberry Street next to uh, my friends at uh, Casa Bella, where I usually eat. But I was with John Esposito, and since his family is involved with um, Il Cortillo, I went and, and, and ate over there. Tomorrow morning, um, so tonight I'm going to the basketball game with Joey Jackson. Tomorrow morning I'm getting up early, and I have court on in the Hamptons. So I got to run out there, um, do my court case, probably say a quick hello to some folks, and then come back here and work my butt off tomorrow afternoon. We're doing some live radio tomorrow night, and then I got a call today from a client who wants to meet me here in the office after live radio. Um, so it's we got we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, be safe. Oh, I love this song. There's always something there to remind me. Be safe. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not one to panic, but, you know, when a human being receives tens of millions of votes and now you're going to go put them, I mean, it's in the realm of possibilities someone could decide to put handcuffs on them. I don't think so because Secret Service is basically going to run, run this whole operation, but probably if his name was Donald Schwartz and not Donald Trump, between the DA's office and the courtroom, they put handcuffs on him. But he's going to have to go into the district attorney's office in one Hogan place with the Secret Service, go to the DA's office, be fingerprinted, get a mugshot. Then they'll escort him in the same building to the Supreme Courthouse and he'll be arraigned or he'll plead not guilty with Susan Nicholas and Joe Tacopina by his side, two great lawyers. And then we're off to the races. I don't know, folks. It's uh, getting a little interesting. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC.